0: Crimson Trace announces LaserGuard Pro for today's most popular concealed carry firearms. Combining a red or green laser sight with 150 lumen light. Taking personal defense to the next level. Available now at your local dealer.
1: This is Tom Gresham's Gun Talk, now available on iTunes and other podcast clients, and on the free Gun Dealio smartphone app for iPhone and Android. Feel free to call Tom now at 1 Tom Talk Gun or 866 825 5486, or email Tom at guntalk.com. Now,
2: once again, here's Tom. All righty. had a question on the floor a little while ago. We're talking about suppressors, revolvers. I said, why would a suppressor not be all that effective on a revolver? David just called in out of West Virginia on two. He's got an answer for us. Hey, David, what do you think?
3: Uh, well, I have a couple of questions or a couple of comments and a question. A person cured of Lyme disease could become a carrier, like STD. Emphasis on could. A okay. doctor on my radio says so you definitely are. A woman lives near me that is very promiscuous. It's uh, a real bad case of Hey, Dave, Lyme disease. hey David, and, Dave, David, David David,
2: David, 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 David. Let me let me jump in here. Uh, I was asking about the revolver with the suppressor. I wasn't asking about Lyme disease.
3: You there? Okay, I have two two comments. will uh, right, on tell you what let's there. move on.
2: I I I got to, I gotta move on. Tom, uh we're gonna bring in a guest right now. Uh Tom Wall has joined us right now. He's gonna be telling us about uh well, we've been talking about what's going on with the Veterans Administration, and now the Social Security Administration is doing the same things to seniors that the VA has been doing to veterans for a while. And Tom's, well, let me just t- let him uh, tell you the story. Hey, Tom, how you doing, man?
0: I'm doing fine. How are you?
2: I am excellent. So uh, I don't know if you're on a speaker, but if you are, if you could pick that up, I don't know, sounds a little hollow there. Um, that? It would help us out. Yeah, thank you, sir. Uh, for, you may even re- people may recognize your voice. <laughs> you've you've done some voiceover work, some commercials for us in the past, and then you guys were kind of at the core of the heart of the thing in Florida, where uh, the doctors were asking about gun ownership, and you basically were kind of the thing that got that started and got the law passed that uh, tells them they can't do that. Right?
0: Uh, that's yeah. that's that's what I'm told. We worked with. Uh the senator uh, from our area here who uh, I think co-authored uh, a bill in the state legislature here, and that eventually went on to be passed. It's been trimmed down, as I understand it, uh, since yep. it originally passed. But, uh, yes, we were involved in that.
2: All right, so tell me this story. You told me a little bit about this last week. I was amazed of your wife, Mary, and what's going on with the Veterans Administration there.
0: Uh, okay, uh, Mary is, uh spent a number of years as a law enforcement officer in the, the U.S. Air Force. Um, a number of years ago, uh, she uh, separated from the service uh, and uh, since then had been diagnosed with uh, some difficulties that were directly uh, tied to her service. Uh, she has heart trouble, she had extensive mm-hmm. cardiac history. Uh, she's been in and out of the hospital, in fact, about a half dozen times here in the last probably two, three months. Um, so she uh, applied for a number of years ago and was granted uh, total and permanent disability, 100% disability. So she gets mm-hmm. uh, a check, uh, Uh, every month for her service, uh, you know, and the disability that's uh, tied to to her service. Uh, A friend Mm -hmm. of hers uh, last year suggested, uh, hey, Mary, you know, with the amount of care that you need and Tom needs to assist you, this, that, and the other thing, if you need somebody to come in for you uh, to take care of you, you might want to uh, consider applying for aid in attendance. Aid in attendance is uh, above and beyond her VA benefit, and that would take care Mm -hmm. of, say, somebody coming in to help bathe her, uh, help prepare meals, uh, keep the house up, et cetera, et cetera. She applied okay. for that in February of last year, was granted uh, in writing in September uh, of this past year. Uh, the, the VA said, yes, uh, you qualify for this benefit. Uh, okay. When that notification came in, she was hospitalized in critical condition because she has an ICD, uh, a defibrillator in her chest, implanted, and it fired several mm. times, broke both her shoulders, et cetera, et cetera. She mm. has weak uh, bones because of chemotherapy, et cetera, because of some breast cancer uh, that she's been mm-hmm. fighting over the past few years. So anyway, she was uh, hospitalized and then uh, in, a, in an assisted uh, care facility uh, and could not respond to uh, or we didn't get a chance to even look at the uh, the letter that we received. That notification said that because of the way uh, a form was filled out that uh, and this specifically is is the uh, the item uh, question 27 does the claimant have the ability to manage his or her own financial affairs the doctor's office our primary care physician uh, his nurse checked accidentally no uh, technically, uh, she does need some uh, assistance. Uh, you know, I usually take care of the bills now. Previously, she took care of financial affairs, but I do that to take some of the pressure off her. But because that mm-hmm. box was checked, no, we got a um, notification in September. It says, uh, dear so-and-so, we are writing to you about your entitlement to VA benefits. What did we decide? We determined that you are not competent to handle your VA affairs. They are now withholding some benefits uh, retroactive to earlier last year for uh, aid and attendance. And here's the clincher: Brady Bill. The Brady Handgun Violence Prevention Act prevents you from purchasing, possessing, receiving, or transporting a firearm or ammunition while VA's findings of incompetency is in effect. That's where we stand. She could not own or uh, possess a gun in any way because, because she would be committing a felony. If she did.
2: Because someone else mistakenly checked a box on a form, and now she is prohibited from owning, buying a gun, uh, and, and that's what the VA's and people. I don't know that people understand that's what the VA's done to. I don't know what the number is, but it's more than a hundred thousand veterans. They've done that to. If you check the box it says you know I want somebody else to handle my uh, financial affairs, and oh by the way, my wife pays our bills, so you know I don't pay bills. Uh, so where are you now? What do you do with this, Tom?
0: Uh this this really shook us and this is just another example of the government you know slipping these things in uh to you know to take away our uh, you know the first amendment rights uh, at least that's the way I see it. We right now have a request in to our primary care physician uh to change that to send a letter saying hey Mary is indeed competent. We made a mistake. Uh we are still waiting for that letter. The doctor has had it. Uh, the request for three months now, has, has not yet done anything. What? Why, what, we don't what, what, know. What? But it has to come. What? The new form has to be filled out by the primary care physician along with a, uh, a letter to explain. Um, so that's where we are now. She has benefits are being held up because of that. But more importantly, you will recall that here in the last week or two, uh, those of us in northwest Florida and southeastern Alabama, Uh, were a little tense because we had a couple that was roaming the area uh, after killing four people. Mm -hmm. Legally, Mary could not possess a gun to defend herself um, while those people were on the loose. It it puts us in a very difficult position. We can't defend ourselves.
2: All right, let me ask you a question here, Tom. Why? I mean, three months to get this letter? I would be standing... At the reception desk of that doctor's office every day. And I mean, I, I would stand there until I saw them write it and send it. There wouldn't be any ducking and dodging here. So, what's going on here? I mean, you, you've got to be hounding these guys at this point, right? We
0: have. Mary has been, uh, Mary can work a phone like there's no tomorrow. I mean, she's got this ability. We have probably had no less than a half dozen eight calls into the doctor saying, hey, we need this form filled out correctly with that box checked yes number 27 and the uh, letter of explanation and we keep hearing from the doctor's uh staff or secretary that uh they're aware of it that we've just been busy we haven't had a chance to get to it we will get to it when we're going to get to it i don't know we're going up there tomorrow uh to the doctor's office uh, mary has a uh, an appointment with this physician and we're going to talk to him then and uh, i said if she can't uh, resolve this, I will. I'll just say, look, well, we the, need this. Le, We're not leaving until le, we get it.
2: Le, let me share with you a line that my mother once used, and it's particularly defect, effective. you got to put it in writing. You have to send them a letter. You have to or hand deliver it to them. And the line is, my attorneys assure me than whatever else you want to put behind it.
0: That's I, a line. I think we may go so, that route. That's an excellent suggestion. I think we should go with that.
2: My attorneys assure me that I'm going to have a nervous breakdown if your negligence is not corrected immediately. Please, I expect an answer from you, and I expect this to be resolved in the next 24 hours.
0: I think that's what we'll do tomorrow. Thankfully, I am in a position where I can work from home. But if if I couldn't work from home, we'd be in a bad way. They'd be holding up these benefits, and and Mary would not be able to protect herself.
2: Yeah, exactly, and this is exactly what's been going on, Tom. Thank you so much, and to please my best to Mary. Uh, two people have been fighting on this on the the Second Amendment front for quite a while, right there in Florida. Eight uh, six six Talk Gun, get you in here. We'll be right back with more gun talk. In the field or on the range, you need a trigger you can trust. For over sixty years, Timney triggers have been trusted by hunters and shooters everywhere. A Timney Trigger could mean the difference between a great shot and a miss. Timney Triggers are proudly made in the USA and come with a lifetime warranty. To order, go to TimneyTriggers.com. That's T-I-M-N-E-Y, Triggers.com.
3: You got your carry permit, and that's good. But you know you could use more training? Get the DVDs, which have what you need. Springfield Armory presents Concealed Carry 1 and Concealed Carry 2 with Bata Group. Learn specific concealed carry skills from Top Gun Fighting Trainers. Get trained. Be prepared. This really is life and death. Chopguntalk.com.
4: That's chopguntalk.com. For years, the U.S.
0: Sportsmen's Alliance has been fighting to protect hunting, fishing, and trapping for sportsmen from coast to coast. Today, we are under constant attack from extremist animal rights groups who want to end your ability
4: to hunt in the U.S. Join us to protect our sporting heritage and our way of life outdoors. To join or for more information on how you can help, go to ussportsman.org. That's ussportsman.org. In the war on terror fighting crime in the streets, in competition, and homes around the world. One name in firearms stands out, SIG Sauer. Our pistols and rifles are renowned for their unfailing performance. This same commitment to excellence can be found in our line of SIGTAC accessories and the training offered by the SIG Sauer Academy. For unmatched quality, reliability, and innovation when it counts, choose SIG Sauer. Visit SIGSauer.com today.
2: I am so excited about this new uh, <laughs> revolver. I know, I know, it's just, it's a revolver. If you, ah, it's a revolver. Okay. There's a whole generation of people who don't even have never shot a revolver. They kind of look at it, and go, "Really? What is that?" It's like old fashioned. Yeah, they're old fashioned and they're cool and they're they're analog. I call them. And one of the things I think it happens and <laughs> yeah, they work. Uh, when you shoot it, you got it up and you're looking over the top of it. You can actually see the parts moving. You are cocking a hammer. Or you're pulling the trigger, and the cylinder is turning, and you're seeing the parts moving. It's like uh, those watches that have a transparent back on them, and you can see the action moving. It's just cool to see the whole thing going. And then you find out, oh, these things are actually very dependable, and they're actually very accurate. And you can shoot really big cartridges out of them. And how about that for cool? Of course, if you're a a fan uh, of—if you're a Call of Duty person, you probably don't know anything about revolvers. But if you're a fan of The Walking Dead— it chances are you do. Let's go to line one. Jeff's with us out of Navarre, Florida. Jeff, what's your story with the VA?
4: Florida as well. And go ahead, Jeff. My com my comment to you and the last caller, or your guest, is mm-hmm. I'm a hundred percent. I am a combat disabled retired military person with a hundred percent permanent total disability. Also, okay. All right. In that interim time, I could not acquire the surgeries that I needed to be able to walk again. So I I went outside of the system. It cost me a, a, an absorbent amount of money, about one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, and. And between all that, then I went on Social Security Disability also. All right. At the same time, because I couldn't afford all that money, I had to do a Chapter 13 bankruptcy. And when Social Security gave me my disability, they made my wife my representative payee. Now, at this time, I know we've heard a lot about this online or on the radios mm-hmm. and everything. I have not had a problem with it, and I've had a concealed carry for the last 10 years. But
2: Let me ask, can I ask you, when When did you go on the disability with the Social Security Administration? Because I think maybe it's the ones that are going on right now that are going to get no, flagged.
4: No, no. Uh, uh, it, it, ten years, eight, yeah. nine years yeah, ago? Yeah, ten
2: years ago. Yeah, they have, see they haven't worked their way back on those yet. So I think it's probably anybody who's get going in right now, and we're going to get that reverse. I mean that's simply going to happen. But man, uh, that's just that's just wrong, Jeff. That you have to get out of the VA program to get the medical help that you need for the injuries you suffered uh, while you're in service. And I'm real sorry about that. Thank I uh, thank you for the call and thank you for your service. Let's drop down to uh, line three, Richard's in California. Richard, you got some news for us out of California.
5: Uh, Excellent show. I tell everybody I can about it, by the way. Thank you. So Law Enforcement Officers Safety Act uh, passed in 2003 and uh, had some amendments over the years. Now, finally, U.S. Navy and U.S. Marines can now apply for the Leosa ID card. So that's just information only.
2: Oh, okay.
5: Uh, Next thing is uh, state law just introduced about three days ago. AB 424 amends the gun-free school zone law. They are now going to take away superintendent's discretion to allow concealed carry weapons on their campuses. So interestingly enough, I've been a part of a local push in the last three weeks, uh, TV stations, newspapers to get my local schools to allow this. So Mm -hmm. it's been all over the local news and we're really opposed to Sacramento. So I don't think it's a coincidence that this law was just introduced just a few days ago. So anyway, thanks again, just information for everybody.
2: Absolutely. Thank you, Rich. I appreciate that. Um, what's going on here is in California, it's up to the local superintendent whether to allow guns in schools, and the legislature's say, well, we're just going to take that away from you. We know better than you do. We will decide for you. Have no fear. Your state government is here, and we will take care of that for you. Uh, Jason's on, too, out of Richmond, VA. Jason, talk to me.
6: Yes, Tom. Thank you so much for everything you do for us gun owners and the Second Amendment, first of all. Um, Thank you. I understand the importance of training because of you and your show, and it's very important to me to get any training and as much training as possible. Uh, I was inspired by a caller that you had a call last week uh, because I'm blind as well. And part of the problem I'm having is getting somebody who's willing to train me. Um, ah. and part of the reason I don't I, I have a carry permit and part of the reason I don't is because I know I'm not properly trained and I so understand what has that circumstances have, have you, that I'm sorry, go ahead
2: Have you approached uh, trainers about uh, getting some you know, one-on-one training?
6: Yes, and a lot of times they're reluctant and kind of bring up you know, liability and other such things, which You know, I understand, but also my argument would be there's liability with everybody you train.
2: Sure. Um, For those that weren't listening, last week we had uh, a fella called in. and The idea that he had, which was great, I think his wife was blind and he was training her, and he was using a laser on the gun. That way he could tell where the the pistol was pointing by the laser, and that that was just a terrific idea. And then his takeaway point was, now we understand that she can't shoot – in self-defense, you know, like sounds or whatever. But basically, say, but this would be a contact situation. If you're somebody's attacking you, they're on top of you. You could use a revolver because you'd want a revolver in that situation because it's going to work when you're shoving a gun into somebody. It's not the slide's not going to come back and disengage everything. Uh, but you could certainly use a gun in self-defense in a contact situation. Uh,
6: and, and I to have to two think. lasers for that sole purpose. Actually, it was ironic okay. that came up. I actually have lasers for that exact reason to help. Uh, when I'm at the range, and it's been a huge benefit.
2: And so you so you have been doing some shooting, is that correct?
6: Oh absolutely I've, I've probably bought my first pistol over 20 years ago um, huh. and I have a number of pistols and an AR um, but I, I really want to get some defensive training. I mean I want to be able to train with a course Serena or train at a you know gun site or something like that I, I, I desperately would love to do that. I was actually uh, a candidate for um, first person defender at one point.
2: You're going to have to go one-on-one. You're not going to be able to get into a class, a yep. regular class. You know, This is definitely going to be a one-on-one. You're just going to have to find an instructor and talk to him. and say, look, I'm not looking to get into your class. I don't want to be there with everybody else. I just want to talk. You know, and really, it's a matter of, okay, we're going to do a little shooting with the laser, but then we're going to work on contact drills. And a lot of it's going to be, let's just talk about some different ways of, of situations and how I can handle it and probably do a lot of work with a blue gun. Uh, that's but I think I it's just, yep. yeah, you're just going to have to find, keep poke, poke around and, and see if you can find somebody. I'm not in the Richmond area, and I can't help you out with that. But I, I guarantee you there's somebody there. If you keep asking, you'll find the right person. And I, I appreciate the call. I, you know, uh, wow. Uh, Jason, appreciate all your, you know, what you're doing there. hope that works for you. And th- again, thank you for that call. Fa- fascinating. Um Something probably most of us never thought of, blind people shooting. Um, sure, you've got somebody that you know, can basically talk in. It's like a controller talking in a plane. I'm going to talk in the laser. Okay, left, right, up, down. Yeah, okay, now, uh, good trigger, squeeze, bang, there we go. Uh, and then, of course, in a self-defense situation, in a contact situation, somebody's jumped on you, somebody's beating you, uh, you would definitely want a revolver. For that situation. For those who don't understand, with a semi-automatic, if you shove the gun into someone, it will in most cases push the slide backwards along the frame. And the moment the slide comes backwards, it's called being out of battery. And when that happens, the gun will not fire. And the revolver does not have that issue. You can push it right up against something and pull the trigger and it goes bang. And you pull the trigger again, and it goes bang again. You're not gonna have the malfunctions with that. 866-TALK-GUN. I'd like to get your range report.
1: Your opinion to make a difference? Log on to our website and take the Gun Talk poll, www.guntalk.com. Now, once again, opinion-based
2: regular contributor for The Washington Times, here's Tom. All right, if you're on the line, don't go anywhere. We're going to get right to you. Uh, but first, got to read this. Just got this email in for Patrick. It says, my wife finally took her CHL class, concealed handgun license class. Five years ago, I tried to teach her to shoot. I did not heed the advice that you don't teach your girlfriend to drive or your wife to shoot. It it went spectacularly bad. (laughs) Crashed and burned and could never get her to go back. Fast forward to the Florida airport shooting. A friend of hers decided, that's it, I'm getting my permit. And she got uh, her, his wife, to agree to go along with eight other friends. Knowing she needed practice, I set her up with one of our local female instructors, Tammy at Hot Wells in Cypress, Florida, uh, who works with a girl and a gun group. That went well, although she was about to break down on the way to her lesson. I knew better than to go for strike two with her, as that would have been it. Yesterday, she got her concealed carry permit. She passed the class. It says, I truly thought she was going to find a reason to back out, but she didn't because she had committed. Friday, I asked Do I need to pack a bag for you? And she said, yes. I packed up the range bag with the gear, water, and snacks. She came home and couldn't wait to tell me all the stories. The worst part is I think I just lost my beloved SIG P320. Oh, well, a reason to buy another gun. And now I have a new shooting partner. Patrick, thanks for the story. I appreciate that. A lot of lessons in that. The whole idea of teaching your wife to shoot? Probably not. Uh, A bunch of women getting together, taking a class together? Stellar idea. Spectacular idea. Really, really worthwhile. So I I leave it to you. If you have a similar story or something like that, let us know. 866 Talk gun. David's with us out of Menesto, California, on Ford. David, insurance on guns. What happened?
7: Well, a good friend of mine. <coughs> excuse me. Last October, his house was broken into three times in yeah. close succession. Two of the times, he was uh, uh, out of the house, and they took a bunch of guns. Well, mm-hmm. he uh, he's a member of NRA. And with NRA, you get $2,500 worth of uh, uh, gun insurance. Only thing is, when you become a member, you have to call in to activate that insurance. Otherwise, you don't get coverage. Uh. So he activated it, and he got coverage. He paid for the guns that got lost. He paid 2500 bucks, And mm-hmm. then he also had, a, with his homeowners, he had a rider that would cover his guns, and they paid that, too. I I wow. I didn't but the, his insurance company paid for uh, his guns also. So he had he got covered. Now the poor guy that broke into his house the third mm-hmm. time he came in um he come through the window with a big knife with about 18 inches. Well it didn't go out. He uh, he ended up with about uh, five shots of 45 in his chest when he fell Ooh. through the window.
2: Well, that's a ho- occupational hazard of breaking into people's homes with a lethal weapon in your hand. Uh, you know, you may go out, you will go out, but it may be feet first.
7: Well, that's what, that's wow. what happened.
2: All right, hey David, thank you for that. That's uh, that's interesting. Insurance on your guns, I guess. Making the point one more time: chances are pretty good that your homeowner's insurance will cover about two thousand dollars worth of your guns, and past that, nothing unless you have a writer on your policy and you would need to contact your insurance company or agent tell them, I want a writer for my guns. And then they'll probably have you list all of your firearms and while you're at it list. I mean, take a look at it. Look at the value of scopes, binoculars, spotting scopes, other stuff there that may or may not be covered. Ask them specifically and ask them in writing. Get an email from your broker that tells you what is and is not covered, okay? This is pretty inexpensive insurance. The NRA insurance is very inexpensive. But that was an interesting point. Yes, you get insurance when you belong to the NRA, but you have to call and activate it. Didn't know that. Hmm, interesting. So we'll uh, try to get more about that as we go along. I do want to talk to Michael out of California on 3 about his uh, Creedmoor. Hey, Michael, what you got there? Well, I've got a quick question,
8: Tom. I've, I've got a Ruger Precision rifle in six five Creedmoor, which I love, and I, mm-hmm. I want to get another rifle in six five Creedmoor. And I've been looking at that Bergera LRP. I don't know if you're familiar with that model or not.
2: I am not. Tell me about it.
8: It's uh, Bergera is a, a barrel maker. They've been building gun uh, barrels forever out of Spain, and mm-hmm. uh, now they've got a shop in, I believe, it's Georgia, and they build their own actions and basically hand fit these guns together. It's got a spiral bolt, aluminum chassis. I'm not sure who manufactures a chassis for them, but it's got their name on it. And right. uh, it looks like a really nice rifle. I just wondered if, if you'd have any uh, feedback on them or not. But if you haven't heard about them, i was just curious if maybe some of your callers might know anything about them. They look really okay. nice.
2: They do. I'm looking at their website. It's B-E-R-G-A-R-A, and their website is bergarausa.com. And I'm looking, they've got hunting rifles, they've got tactical uh, bolt-like sniper long-range rifles. Uh, Right. That's that's quite a a lineup of good-looking rifles they got there.
8: Yeah, the LRP is what I'm interested in. It's their cheapest one in that uh, that production. But uh, Mm -hmm. they hand-fit all that together, uh, from what I've heard, and they're supposed to be really nice. They come with a guarantee, uh, a three-shot group MOA, so uh, at 100 yards, so... I just, you know, I'm just curious. I, I wanted to see if you were a step up from the Ruger because the Ruger really does shoot nice.
2: Well, you know, I just, that's what I was just about to ask you. You already have a Ruger Precision rifle, right? Yes. How's how and uh, it's in six five Creedmoor. How's it shooting for you? What kind of groups are you getting?
8: It'll it'll shoot at three quarter inch all day long.
2: It's excellent. So why are you looking at? Why are we looking at something else?
8: Well, because it's
2: fun to have a, a backup gun. <laughs> yes, it is. I there need, you go. Because I, I, I want another one. gun. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so I don't have to explain it. I just want it. That's good enough for yeah. me. And you know what? You know what I always tell you, right? Go ahead and buy it if you like it. Get it. That's the deal. That's uh, we have to enable each other. <laughs> okay. Well, that,
8: that, that's that's uh, a go ahead for me. So that's all I needed.
2: Well, i tell you what, after you get it, now you have to give us a range report, shoot it, and give us a, a call and let us know how it works for you, okay? You know what? I'll do that. I appreciate the time. All right. Appreciate that very much. 866-TALK-GUN get you in. I want to get your range reports. What have you been shooting? Buying anything new? Or is there something you've been lusting for? I can help you out with that. Give me a holler. There's only one
6: place where you can buy that firearm you've always wanted and turn it into your very own. That place is Brownells.com, now offering a huge selection of firearms from all your favorite brands. Brownells is the spot to buy online. When you're choosing your gun, be sure to look over the enormous selection of parts, accessories, ammo, and more to make that firearm your masterpiece. Brownells.com, serious about
2: firearms. If you're like me, you don't have money to burn, but you still want to buy guns, ammo, and accessories. That's why we created GunDealio. That's a free, yes, a free smartphone app. Just download it and start getting the deals. Could be discounts, offers of free magazines for your gun, or you could be the first to hear about new stuff from gun makers. Here's how it works. With Gundelio on your phone, you get alerts when you enter a gun store. Special deals, you know. You don't have to do a thing. It'll do a lot of other cool things, like let you watch gun videos and listen to Gun Talk Podcast. Plus, check it anytime for hundreds of deals and offers. Getting more while spending less. Smart, huh? Gundelio. Made in America. Gluten-free. At the App Store and Google Play or gundelio.com. Laser sights enhance shooting fundamentals. Sight alignment and trigger control. Training with
0: laser sights increases muzzle awareness, improves and corrects sight alignment at sight picture, and aids in acquiring and maintaining sight picture in low-light conditions. Call 800-442-2406 or visit crimsontrace.com for a free copy of our laser training video, The Laser's Edge, and learn why Crimson Trace is making laser sights standard equipment.
6: It's pure shooting fun for the whole family. The Smith & Wesson M&P 1522 Sport, a 22 rifle on an AR platform. The new, slim, easy-to-accessorize M&P handguard combined with Magpul M-Bus folding sights help you get shooting right out of the box. Lightweight, reliable, the M&P 1522 Sport from Smith & Wesson. Learn more at smith-wesson.com.
2: uh couldn't stay on the line but he had a, um, a 10 millimeter 1911 he couldn't find mags for it and i'm just looking at brownells and they have the wilson combat 1911 mags nine round mags in 10 millimeter so um and like all wilson mags they're very good and they're not cheap you know it tends to go together the very good is generally not really cheap <laughs> but if you're looking for uh Mags for a ten millimeter nineteen eleven try Brown L's. They pretty much have everything you're looking for. Uh well it's where it's where I go when I need to find something. I just go to Brown L's and use the search function there. brownells.com. Okay, let's see. What do we got here? We got uh dude, let's go to David on line one. Kansas City Mo. Hey David.
3: Yes, sir. How are you today?
2: Great, uh, thank you. Question How we I have
3: help? For you, sir. Uh, looking for a uh, uh Gun for my wife for uh, personal safety, and mm-hmm. I was wanting to get uh, your recommendations.
2: Okay, uh, what what kind of experience does she have shooting?
3: Uh, several years ago, she had um, a 380 and a nine millimeter, which she had, had some training in Oklahoma City uh, years mm-hmm. ago uh, on that. So she's fairly well qualified. Um. Mm-hmm. A question I have is, she has small but strong hands, uh, so I was looking at something with the, the grips, and you would also mentioned something earlier in your show about a revolver as a good, um, good weapon.
2: A, a revolver can be a good choice for specific things. All right, here's my standard answer on this, David. Here's the deal. I applaud you for wanting to help your wife out, and I'm going to help you do this without getting yourself all balled up in a mess here, okay? <laughs> uh, you don't get to buy her a gun. You can pay for it, but she has to go select it and get you out of the picture. Uh, she's got, it's best if she'll go to a place where she can rent guns or go get an hour with a trainer somewhere and try a bunch of different guns. She needs to pick out the one that fits her hand, and even better if she gets a chance to shoot it, but you don't get to pick it out and, like, present it to her. That's generally doesn't work out well. It's better off if she selects it herself. Uh, so if you can find a gun store where she can rent guns and try them, that's the way to go.
3: Uh, let me ask you one more question that complicates it a little bit. In hey. the event that I would need to use her gun for uh, safety situations if we were both of them problems. I have a problem in that I have cerebral palsy in one hand, so I'm mm-hmm. somewhat limited as to what I can use. So my, the question on the back of my head was, what is uh, something good for her that in utter emergency I could use as well?
2: Sure. Uh, well, tell me what you can do. I mean, can you work the slide of a semi-auto or can you pull the trigger? No, that, what, what, are the...
3: what I cannot do. I, I've shot revolvers before with no problem and uh-huh. uh, I shot a, a 1911 but the friend I was at at the shooting range had to activate the slide before I could use it
2: right okay so. um, is it a strength issue because the th- a lot of the 380s have springs that are pretty weak and a lot of times you can work the slide on a 380 when you cannot work it on a 9 or a 45
3: well, I'll try that then because, yes, it is mostly a strength issue in the one hand.
2: Okay. That's what I would suggest. Go to a range uh, where you can rent some guns and talk to them and tell them what you're doing. Find an instructor. Say, look, I want to try some different ones, and this is what I'm working with. And probably the two of you go together and go by an hour or two of time with a trainer, and the two of you are uh, working together. I think you can figure out what's going to work for both of you. I think that's that's the way to go. Good on you for thinking about this. That's a good move, David. Look, thank you for your call. I appreciate that. Let's see. Miles, uh, Reno, Nevada, with a range report. Line 4. Go for it, Miles.
9: Uh, hello. Uh, yes. Um, I recently, uh, to celebrate the election, I purchased a uh, Grand Power P1 Mark 7 pistol. It's a pistol mm-hmm. coming in from uh, Slovakia. At first I thought, right. well, this is interesting, I'll try it just for giggles, it was cheap at Cabela's. But I found out that it's a really incredible pistol. Uh the ergonomics are superb. The trigger is indescribable. In single action it's better than a nineteen eleven trigger, uh even a tuned nineteen eleven trigger. But the big thing is, uh a while ago you had a guest on, Bruce Gray of Grey Guns. Talking yes. about the importance of a pistol's mechanism holding together long enough to deal with the power of said pistol cartridge. Well, right. the Grand Power has the longest unlocking cycle of any pistol yep. I have ever handled in my entire life. It absorbs recoil like nothing I've ever seen. Uh, it has, I would guess, about half the recoil of a comparable steel frame uh, 9mm pistol.
2: Well, you know uh, what's going? on? You know, hey, Miles, let me let me let me jump in there, Miles, because we're we're gonna run out of time. Uh, what's going on here is it's a matter of time, and I, we've shot the Grand Power pistol. We we've, we've done a test with it on our Guns and Gear TV show. It, because of the way it, the action works, and it's truly unique, it's really different when you shoot and you go, whoa, that's different. It's taking that recoil and spreading it out over a longer period of time so you don't have that smack in your hand, and Miles is exactly right. This is a very nice pistol that has some unique shooting characteristics and the way it feels. It's called the Grand Power. 866-TALK-GUN. Excuse me, Matt. I'm shopping for guns online right now. Went to the Ruger site, just looking up something. First thing that pops up, ruger.com. First thing that pops up, big sale ends on the 12th. Um, hmm, that would be today. Uh, for their shopruger.com website, holy cow, lots of stuff on sale, but that stuff all ends today. If you're interested, jump all over there. Huh, okay, Matt is on line two, Shreveport, Louisiana. Matt, did you teach your wife to shoot?
1: Well, in in a way I did, Tom. Let me start off by saying I bought my wife her first gun, and uh, I bought it as a surprise, and it turned out as an utter disaster. She hated it, (laughs) and uh, now that is my gun. So I learned my lesson on that, and I let her pick out the next gun. Uh And Uh she absolutely loves it. She now has her CHL. Um, She now has her own, she's got a uh, Ruger LC380 that she carries, and uh, then she picked out a shotgun, and uh, then I made, it was a great decision, but it may have been a a very costly one for me. I bought her her own AR-15 lower, gave it to her as a present, and told her she got to pick everything else out for it, And uh, now her AR is nicer than mine, and she shoots it better than I do mine, too. All
2: right. i got to ask you, what was the first gun you got that was such a disaster?
1: Uh, It was a uh, Polish-made PPK knockoff, uh, (laughs) PA-63.
2: Okay. Your wife
1: is smart. I shooting the gun, and she absolutely (laughs) hates it. So it's now my truck gun.
2: There, there you go. Okay. Once again, that whole deal of you get to pay for it, but you can't select it for your wife, right?
1: 100%. And uh, <laughs> now it's become a bit of an addiction with her. And uh, as, as she says that she likes to, women like to accessorize things. Yep. And mm-hmm. uh, now it's become a bit of an obsession with her, with her uh, AR and uh, everything is uh, all of the... Buttons and functions are in red now. And, uh ah. it, it,
2: she's, So she's, she's really, she's tricking out her, her, her AR. I, I love it. Trick, you know, get, get her an AR lower and then let her trick it out and put all the stuff on that she wants. That, that's brilliant. You did very well with that.
1: Exactly. Get out of her way because she, I, I just told her, I gave her website to look at and said, you know, pick it out mm-hmm. from there and we'll order it. And uh, I, I basically did the same with trying to train her. She had grown up shooting pretty much, but uh, she knew the basics. But I, I I figured out very quickly that I couldn't teach her how to shoot. So mm-hmm. I gave her some websites and said, you need to look at these if you want to try to improve. And uh, so she's gone to some of the websites, read some of that, watched some videos on YouTube. and, and uh,
2: Okay. She All was, right. I Matt, I, I don't... I don't Matt, I don't have a lot of time, but I do want to do this. You are in Shreveport. You have one of the best instructors ever right there uh, over at Clark Custom Guns, K. Clark Mitchell, and they teach women-only classes. Get her involved with that because once she goes to these women-only classes, she's going to be shooting the AR and the shotgun and the pistol and having a ball. And the only thing is, it's, it's, it's going to be pricey, but that's the way it goes. Hey, look, I appreciate the call. I'm not sure, as I think about it, that Matt trained his wife. I think maybe the training was going the other way. I'm just thinking that maybe Matt's the one who got schooled in all of this. Don't be like Matt. (laughs) Learn from the mistakes of your friends, your gun talk brethren. Uh, You know, yes, I know you want to buy her a gun. Get her a class. Get her a gift certificate, get her a trainer, and then you go do something else, but don't be there when it all happens. She'll pick it out, she'll be happier, you'll be happier. One problem is you may end up creating a monster, which is great because you'll have another shooting buddy. Nothing wrong with that. 866-TALK-GUN. <laughs> Tell me about your gun buying disaster.